0: you low, you can still go Even
1: when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answer to no, man, I still go Go, 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 go Hustle hard, hustle every single day I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave To the system, I don't wanna
0: be a slave I've been doing shit my way, Episode 10, taken to the Max Sports Podcast with your host, Max Murphy, and with two guests today. I believe we've had a couple one guest appearances in previous podcast episodes, but two guests today. Some of my good friends, um, not only a friend, but one of mine is a cousin. We'll be seeing him a couple days for a wedding in Denver, uh, but my other friend who goes to University of North Dakota, mm. ugh, sorry, I was just puked, uh, not a UND fan. Their hockey's good, football, basketball, the school itself—it's whatever. Anyways, I'm not here to bash UInd. I'm here to talk about your four and one. You heard that right, your four and one, Minnesota Vikings. Why are they four and one? Partially because of this man right here, the baddest mother receiver in the league, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, we may have gotten a couple schedule breaks playing Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, but what did we do the first week? Absolutely tore apart, ripped Aaron Rodgers and the Packers a new one. They turn out not to be a bad team. Uh, They are on the downhill. We're going to get to all that. Um, Matt Rule didn't last too long, but he is getting paid a buttload, actually to be per site. I think he's getting paid $873,000 per month. No, sorry. I think it was per year while being with the Panthers, even though he's fired. So he's sitting at home, maybe looking for a new job in college football, which he'll get because he's a great college coach. Didn't work out in the NFL. Partially I'll back him up here. Um Sam Darnold. Give me a break. Baker, Baker, Moneymaker. I mean, Baker hasn't been good since he's entered the league. Matt Rule hasn't had a good quarterback. Coaches that survive in the NFL are supported by a good quarterback. Why are some of these coaches, why have they been coaches for so long in the NFL? Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger. Tom Coughlin. Eli Manning. Bill Belichick with Tom Brady. I can keep going, but you need a good quarterback to support you as a coach so that you can stay in the league without getting fired. Because we see so many guys getting fired all the time. It's because they just don't have a don't have a quarterback. Um, It's a big problem. I said it in the podcast that was listed previous to this one. But JMA Wireless Dome. I can't believe I'm calling it that. The Carrier Dome. Is having two top Eighteen ranked opponents this Saturday at three thirty. Uh if there's one weekend that I don't want to be gone from Syracuse, but I have to be. It is this weekend. NC State, number fifteen ranked, comes here, and this is one of our biggest games since twenty eighteen when, when Syracuse sorry, when Syracuse played Clemson, Clemson came in here with Dabo Sweeney and Trevor Lawrence, and guess who won that one? On my birthday. Syracuse Orange. So this is a big game for them. They're ranked 18. NC State rank 15. And oh boy, what's the most important part of this game? Well, the following week, next weekend, we play at Clemson. Top five team in the nation. In my opinion, top three team in the nation. Me and the boys will be traveling down there if we beat NC State this weekend. Website is up, www.takeintothemax.com. I have my pick of the day on there. We start off 1-0. The over in the Phillies-Braves game. MLB playoffs are off and running. We're in the divisional series. Got another one today. And I will be having a pick every single day. No later posted than 5 p.m. But my best friend who edits these videos, one of my other best friends, who's also my cousin, a big Vikings fan, and we are on the Justin Jefferson bandwagon train. Let's bring him on. Mr. Patrick Murphy. Oh, baby. Where is he at? There's Mr. Patty <laughs> K. You already know. One sec. i be right back.
2: It feels good to be 4 and 1. You know what I'm saying? we feels We're good. Entering.
0: We're coming. I don't want much room.
2: You can hit it. Okay, okay.
0: Let's get her going. Let's get her going, Pat. Let's go, baby. How we doing?
2: Four and one. First of all,
0: four and one feels good, but um, yeah, I didn't really bring you on this podcast to talk anything but how your golf game is.
2: You know. How's the golf game? You know, your boy's been a little busy. Um, Life's. Little busy at the moment. We're going travel nursing to Utah, so I'm trying to get everything work, worked out for that. Um, put the house up for rent, all that stuff. But I got out last week. Yeah, you're in Syracuse. I don't know what the weather's like right now, but it's dang near freezing here right now. So yeah, we're playing some dead grass golf, hard grounds, uh, drives going 350, hitting ice patch and rolling down. You know, but um,
0: with that with that new uh, beautiful rogue. Calway Calway Rogue. So that's, yeah, a- I feel like Callaway could sponsor you. If you were to set up your phone on the T box and video that swing, Callaway would definitely send you a couple of clubs.
2: Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, my handicap's gone from literally my handicap being Down syndrome to like four this year. So, this <laughs> camera is coming around. Hey, it's
0: going down, which is a good yeah. thing in golf, usually not other sports. You know what's going up? The Vikings record. Wait, first of all, you never told me that you're traveling nursing to Utah. Congrats, man. I just
2: took a contract a couple days you, ago.
0: You bring you bring in Maxie there?
2: Yes, the one that I named after you, my puppy. I should really bring him on to get a Max experience. But um yeah, the good boys coming with.
0: Let's go. Where in Utah? Salt
2: so, Lake. I've never been there in my life. No way. Never been there. I've heard it's Mormon country, but we got a good deal and there's a lot of nice hiking
0: around. So, the, so the ni- nicest people alive live there.
2: That's what I've heard. You want to watch Mormons? Nicest have you ever people. You seen alive. the Book of Mormon?
0: I've, I saw the play when I was really
2: young. I have not. That's but. our what we're doing after I watched after I do this podcast. We're watching that movie. So,
0: um. Anyways, what's going up? The Vikings record. We are four and one. And you know who we play this weekend? Toolis. Toolis. and. Teddy list, we are playing the rookie Skylar Thompson from Kansas State, who was uh, protected by one of my friends graduating class of 2022 at Century High School. Andrew Langing is an offensive lineman for really? Kansas State. Anyway, Skyler Thompson is going to be playing versus us. And in this league, I was just on a phone call with Big Gare Bear, and we were talking about how Justin Fields, who statistically – I'm high on Justin. I like Justin. Statistically, he is like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And Andy Dalton, a backup, which could be a starter on some of these, like the Texans. He could be a starter there. And he's made a name for himself, but like he's Elvis Prime, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, who is average. Like there is no game. That is for certain, even when you're playing a backup or a third
2: string. true. Does your buddy that went to Bismarck, is it his fault that Tua got knocked out and Teddy Bridgewater? Or... Um, on him?
0: Yeah, I think we could. I'm going to have to confront him about is that Steadfield,
2: one. Is that who's starting this week, studfeld
0: No, uh, he's a rookie, Skyler, Skyler Thompson.
2: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You better have a no, good chin no. because we're about to knock him out of the game as well.
0: Yeah, GG's. Yeah, Skyler Thompson. Yeah. Um, what round was? Sorry, I'm doing some last minute research okay. here. Um, when was Skylar Thompson drafted? I don't. I, I wonder if he was undrafted. He was the 247th pick in the draft.
2: Dang,
0: that's damn. That's damn near dead last, and okay. that's like some Tom that some Tom Brady numbers. Yeah. So, Ted, Teddy's in the protocol. Tua is in practice, but he's yeah. out for the game. And the boys are going to be snacking. That's I mean,
2: home. we can lose. Honestly, we've we've shown that we can lose to anybody. Like, we can obviously beat a lot of teams, but we can lose to anybody. Um, almost losing to an Andy Dalton um, Saints team, unreal. Um, having Tyreek Hill in the backfield, Raheem Mostert's looking good. They got the waddle. We're going to have some trouble on defense for sure. We can put up points, but we got to get some pressure on this, you know, this quarterback that's probably never played.
0: The team is solid outside of Tua being gone. Um there what really scares me is I mean it should scare any team even if you have a good secondary, but Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, the fantasy football monsters yeah. can eat A1 alive and as long as they have someone who can throw it not saying Skylar Thompson's the best. Sorry, but if they have someone who can throw it to them, they can do some damage, especially against our secondary. Which I think has been improving a little bit. Um, Cam Danzler is the defensive MVP for us so far. He has made I, – I think he's made a leap from not only good to – or pretty good to good yeah. to great coverage, but he makes some tackles and he lays his scrawny body out there every single game. He's
2: definitely our best cornerback. I mean, no doubt about it. Peterson looks and, old. He's getting burned. <laughs> our offensive our, our our linebackers are looking old. Harrison Smith looks old. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> best, the best corner for sure.
0: I love the tackles they make, but um I don't know why you are paying Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith all this money to not be getting yeah. pressure. It's so weird and I don't know the Xs and Os of football. I only know how to like watch mm-hmm. the game and kind of like, analyze it and be the guy who sits at home and is, like, shit-calling every single one of every play or being like, why don't you catch mm-hmm. that? You know, it's the NFL. It's the hardest game in the world. That's what I do, but it could be the new defense why we're not getting any pressure.
2: Yeah. Ed Donatel? Can't stand it. What you What's that? on Ed Donatel?
0: Our D coordinator? Yeah. I don't yeah. like him. I don't like never, him so far. I,
2: did, I looked at some stats. Today. He's never been – a top 15 defense. He's never had a top ten, top 15 defense. Um, and they're already – I feel like he's hot, he's on the hot seat already. With our offense looking as good as it does, we can't stop a freaking nosebleed. I don't know how long he's going to be there. <laughs> but they brought in some. That's where I bring too. Pat on. Who else did they bring in as our – I don't know if he's
0: not- – uh, the, line, the linebacker coach from the Packers, which is the correlation that he
2: had with Zadarius Zander- gotcha. Smith. Gotcha. So, I mean, he's the backup. That's right we, we got Zadarius. If we need to change –
0: for sure, it's bad. Um, that's why I bring Pat on though. He's got the statistics. Ed Donatel, guys, hasn't had top 15 <laughs> defense <Stat> check, <laughs> in the Stat league. Check, 100%. <laughs> heard it on, heard it on another yeah.
2: podcast, so it's for sure.
0: Hey, Jimmy, I guess I hired a statistician here. Uh, is that true? Ed Donatel, not, oh, oh, it's oh, he's had only top 10 defenses. You're an idiot. My bad. Though. Um, so, Pat, this ain't, I just cannot stand watching a team as talented on defense as we are. Zadaria Smith, Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks have all been all pro players. Or for sure been the pro bowl, which I don't know. I don't know how much you can say about a pro bowl, but these are solid dudes. Harrison Smith, who's going to go in the hall of fame. I think Harrison Smith has been the all pro many years. Patrick Peterson talking about hall of fame. Yes, these guys are getting old, about- but.
2: Dude, We're talking about a lot like, of all pros that are overpaid and on the wrong side of thirty. I'm on the wrong side of thirty in about ten months, so I understand it's it's a fragile subject, but
0: uh, it's, not boys, it's not easy
2: out here. These boys are getting a little old, and it's time to get somebody like, um, is it Asamoah? No, what's his name that we got out of? Was it Arkansas or Oklahoma? The the small fast little linebacker. Dude, I love this guy. I mean Harrison Smith would be a great like linebacker or something like that, but he's just too slow to play safety. He's always a step. What's
0: great yeah, what's crazy is we just listed all these names. If you were to ask Vikings fans or I guess anyone who watches Vikings Mm -hmm. games who the best players on defense are, it's Josh Metallus, it's Jordan Hicks, it's Cam Dancer. the guys who are new to the team or young to the team. And that's what's yeah,
2: frustrating. I think that Harrison Smith should have stayed in London. It would have been great for the team. <laughs> hey, man, see, and just stay both there for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll call. We'll call you once scene breaks his Hundred
2: percent. I wish it would have been Harrison, <laughs> but
0: it's a it's a tough scene. Hey, four and one wins are not easy in the FL. Um, let's flip over to the offensive side of the ball, dude. It is like. A fandom paradise. Even with a quarterback who literally can't move to save his
2: life. Watching Jefferson streaking wide open. Yeah. Watching Delvin do his thing. It's been fun to watch for sure. Moving him around a lot more. A lot more aggression than with Mike Zimmer. That's for sure. It's been nice.
0: Yeah. um, I crap on Kirk Cousins more than anyone. And mainly because it's like my or our quarterback. Mm -hmm. But. I just can't stand someone watch. I just can't watch someone sit back there, especially when you face guys like Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. And you're like, dude, what if, what if we had one of these guys who could just get out of the Mm -hmm. pocket? And with great receivers, as long as you can deliver it to them, I want a quarterback who can't just sit back there, but can do both because you're going to, they're going to be open if you can just hit an open receiver, which Skylar Thompson will be able to do. Right. So it's just frustrating. Um, but Kirk has, he's had some good games, especially if it's in 1 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon yeah. on Fox. And I think really that's good. a
2: big reason, actually, why Kirk has been having some success this year. I mean, he had a lot of success last year, too, but um, our offensive line is playing a lot better than they did last year. If you look at the PFF grades, that's about 10 times better than it was last year. Christian Darisaw, I think, is three overall right now for left, left tackle. So
0: he. He had a perfect, or no? I think he had like a close to perfect PFF grade that an offensive lineman can yeah. get last week. Christian Daresaw is legit. He's a, and no, nobody would know who he was if he weren't a vic- Oh, dude, look at! I mean, I just got everything. This po- what doesn't this podcast have, Pat? It's got two clowns absolutely it needs grilling some more the defense. Gritties,
2: I think is what it actually
0: needs. Needs some more gritties he's Bring out. Woo!
2: That's what it needs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Christian
2: Derrissaw.
0: It's victory month, baby. Let's go. It's victory month. Uh, Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, and Garrett Bradbury. What the? F- yeah. Garrett Bradbury, who should have been fired. Should have been fired. Should have been off the team uh, the day we drafted him. Anyways, apparently they got the chemistry because Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, and Garrett Bradbury all had zero pressures. Zero sacks and zero penalties in Sunday's win Passive. per at PFF. Passive.
2: And that's playing against Hicks, um, Armand Watts, some pretty good guys rushing the passer. So.
0: No, this is. I, I love our. That's one of the bigger. And then obviously Brian O'Neill, who's been in the Pro Bowl. Um, but I love this offensive line. If Kirk can get his monkey off the back in primetime games. It doesn't get more prime time than the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I think and I'd be afraid if he if he were to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> even
2: I mean, even that game that he played in New Orleans and actually pulled out of his butt, that was impressive. But his monkey's still not off the back. I mean, he still gotta show up for a couple more games. That Eagle game put the monkey right back on his back. He looked hopeful. <laughs>
0: he went from being Aaron Rodgers, taking lead of the division, yeah. to throwing th- throwing three yeah. picks in the red zone.
2: Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, okay. So I just saw this. I'm bringing up some stats here. So ESPN, right. well, not really stats, but ESPN Power Rankings has the Vikings at number four. Okay, this week. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Vikings, man, that scares Okay, that scares me. But nah, it's good. But <laughs>
0: no, not only, not only do we not want to be top four, the Vikings don't want to be no. top four. Only their record wants to show, but they'd rather fly under the radar. Okay, go. Okay,
2: so they give them a 76% chance to make the playoffs and a 35% chance to win our division. Okay, and you have a bet, I know, with the Vikings winning the division, correct? I don't know how much. Yeah, 180
0: to win 530. Me and my dad have it. All right, anyways.
2: They give us a 35% chance to win our division. We've beaten the Packers, who are a game below us, and we have a game up on them, so pretty much two games. They give the Packers a 65% chance to win the division. And they just lost to the Giants. I don't see how that makes any sense. Plus, the Packers still have to go to Philadelphia this year. They have a couple other hard games on their schedule. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: So let let me break this down. You're putting me on the spot, and I get to put my skills to use. NFL, right here, NFL's little baby. right? The thing that they protect most Is Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. The thing that they protect most are whoever's team Tom Brady, whether it's the Pats or the Bucks, or the Packers. Because the Packers are in a small market. Lambeau, Green Bay, Lambeau Field, Green Bay, Wisconsin. They have the five Super Bowls. Tom Brady, the Pats, they have six Super Bowls. Anyways, these are their babies. ESPN is I, I mean I love ESPN, um, but what I can't stand about them is they will find a guy, and now we're seeing it with Mahomes and Josh Allen. But they will find a guy, and absolutely coddle them, protect them, do whatever they need to be because of the popular opinion from the from yeah. the media and from all NFL yeah. fans. Right? Every every NFL fan loves, like the media lives and dies for. Aaron Rodgers to go on Pat McAfee every Tuesday and they live and die for him to not get a COVID vaccination and they live and die for all this stuff. Right. Stephen A. Smith is ESPN's most like, I'd say like popular um, speaking analyst, right? Stephen A. Protects Aaron Rodgers. Stephen A. Loves the Packers and Aaron Rodgers year in and year out. This doesn't surprise me at all because what we've seen from ESPN and honestly not just ESPN, but the whole world, when we're not seeing it, mainly because we're mm-hmm. Vikings fans and we don't mm-hmm. want to see it, but what's been there for the last 10, 15 years, is there a better example of this than giving Aaron Rodgers back-to-back MVPs?
2: No, I hear you there.
0: 100%. Was he great statistically? Did he deserve both of them? I I thought they were outstanding years. I thought he was really good. They went 13-4 both years, but why would he win it? <clears throat> Over someone who has bare stats like Josh Allen mm. last year, mm-hmm. or like Patrick Mahomes year in and year mm-hmm. out, right? Why don't they give it to Tom Brady every year because he's leading his team to fit fourteen and three and has bare stats than Aaron Rodgers some years? Yeah, it's their little baby. It's their ESPN. I, I'm not even just gonna blame ESPN for this, but every fucking bleacher report ESPN every single website um media stream everything coddles Aaron Rodgers they coddle the Packers and guys the Packers unless they get OBJ really soon the Packers are not a they're not even not a great team they're not a good team why this is what bad this is what really gets me Why are we hyping up this defense that allowed 27 points to Daniel Jones and 24 points to Bailey Zapp?
2: No. And what do we score? Honestly,
0: talk talk about Aaron Rodgers and the offense all you want. Whatever. Hype them up. Don't bring in the defense because they left 21 versus the Vikings. They left 24 against Daniel Jones, who should be, sorry, Bailey Zapp, who's a third stringer, third string rookie, and 27 points against Daniel Jones. So I get more frustrated about people that protect and coddle this defense. I know it's the whole team that they yeah. call, but this defense, who's not even average.
2: Yeah. And they, I mean, they have nobody to throw the ball to other than their, their running backs. They don't have weapons on offense at all. And I'm not saying it's not going to be a different story. When we go to Lambeau, we're going to have our hands full, but yeah. Right. a Super Bowl contender whatsoever.
0: And that's the thing that, ESPN also sees that we don't really like to see is because it's still Aaron Rodgers. He's had bad receiving cores. And I mean, I guess outside Devontae, he hasn't had great receiving cores, but they, I think they see it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still Matt LaFleur, who's won 38 games in his first three years as a head coach. Um, and I mean, Pat, they're three and two. We're talking about them like they're two and. Yeah three or like one one and four. Yeah. So um but yeah, the the people that will defend the Packers till the day that they die and the Aaron Rodgers lovers I I just cannot stand it. And we don't see it because we're we're a game ahead of them. Actually we're a couple games ahead of them because we have the head to head.
2: So. I, but my prediction, bold prediction, because it's a long way out, but they do have a really easy schedule the rest of the way, other than they play the Eagles on the road and I think one or two other tough games. I think they play the Bills too. Um, they're going to be in second place in the division, probably just a game behind us, or we'll even tie and maybe hopefully have the head-to-head. I see. I think we see them first round in the playoffs, hopefully at U.S. Bank. That's my bold prediction. But, yeah, they gave us – okay. We need home field. Yeah, so the Vikings, they gave us – Well, let me backtrack. Eagles have the easiest schedule I've ever seen in my life. If you look at the Eagle schedule, there's a chance they're going sixteen and seventeen and zero. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> so they'll probably take the NFC and have home field advantage. But
0: so, oh my god, they their hardest game is <laughs> this Sunday night yeah. versus the Cowboys. And
2: that's it. I mean, they have the weakest division. They're not what yeah, it's. It's
0: this is absurd, Pat.
2: So when they go seventeen and zero, they're going to have the. Uh, the the home fielded playoff advantage and they have a really good fan base in Philly. So it's going to be tough to go there. And the the Kirk is going to look like a freaking ant trying to go in there. So (laughs) as someone like the Niners, I guess, or I don't see really any team taking out the Eagles at home other than maybe the Niners, I guess.
0: Pat, you, I didn't even look at this. I think everyone that's all millions of listeners that are listening to this episode right now. (laughs) I mean, they started off with, yeah, Pat, they haven't played a good team up to this point except the Vikings, and it was at home on Monday night, Um, and they won't play anyone good the rest of the way until this this Sunday versus the Cowboys or the third to last week at the Cowboys. It's the only chance that they're not going <laughs> that they're not having a perfect yeah. season. I mean that's, that's crazy. I didn't thing, even but see them.
2: I, I don't see the Packers beating the Eagles, especially on the road. There's no way. Because they play in Philadelphia. They don't have they play the Philadelphia. In Philadelphia Packers do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah though, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't see the Packers winning that. Let's talk Packers. This is one crazy more thing yeah. about the Packers. So let's rewind to the Vikings game. So they were in London last week, right? against the saints and they had to make the track home and jet lagged, you know, for the whole week, sleep deprived, whatever you want to say. And they came back there. They first half was great. Right. I think maybe yeah. a little bit in the second half, a little jet lag, um, maybe showing <laughs> off work. Hey, maybe, um, so Packers <laughs> are playing the jets this week who just came off a really good performance against the Steelers against the, the dolphins. Um, and Packers are going to be jet-legged. If the Packers lose at the Jets and the Giants back-to-back, I think we're going to be freaking partying like it's 1999 in Denver this weekend.
0: I said last week in our group chat um, with our cousins and fam and such that the Packers losing, waking up at 12 o'clock and watching the last 30 minutes – to watch the Packers lose in Lambeau to the Giants was almost better than us oh. being the being the Bears. 100%. <clears throat> if they continue to struggle and we continue to succeed, Pat, someone... <clears throat> I got to have... My dad doesn't want to come on the podcast, <laughs> but I, won't, I just you want him on because it would be so funny. But anyways, uh, my dad was asked by a Packers fan, or I think just any fan, would you rather go... Two and fifteen, and both your packer, both your wins be against the Packers, or go fifteen and two, and both your losses be against the Packers. And as diehard Vikings fans as we are, unrealistically we say, "God, do not want to lose to the Packers twice." But also, we never have the chance of making the playoffs. Anyways, he responded with, "Let's go two and <laughs> really? fifteen.
2: Fuck,
0: fuck the Packers. Fuck um, the Packers. Yeah, it was
2: amazing. So we were outside of the stadium." And you've been to U.S. Bank obviously a few times, so you know the big screen yeah. outside of the stadium. And by the and ship. That game, yeah, and that game was just getting done mm-hmm. as people were walking into the stadium. Saquon runs in from however many yards out, like does like the you know flips the ball like this. Yeah, yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. Just going nuts outside of U.S. Bank Stadium. It was amazing. That's awesome. And then every time they Walking it, in
0: with some extra every energy. Time they
2: showed it on the, build, the big board or whatever the scores showed. The Packers, just everybody going crazy. Even the Bears fans it was great.
0: I, lo- <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of orange yeah, was there. They were rapping.
2: Defense <clears throat> chance going. We had to drown them out, but yeah. Oh, they were loud.
0: Yikes. Were loud. Love to see that though. I. What's your take on Justin Fields? I love Justin Fields.
2: So- Honestly, this is, this was my hot take two years ago is that Justin Fields is going to be a better NFL quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Probably hasn't happened yet, but I just. Up honestly, in the air. I'm a huge fan of quarterbacks that can move just because we haven't had a quarterback that can move in Minnesota in so long. Right. So, yeah. No, I like Justin Fields. I, I think he can probably. He's a smart enough dude to get it figured out. <clears throat> I don't know. He's got good legs, got good. And we got pressure when... on, on Sunday. He was scrambling out of the pocket. And, if there oh, wasn't yeah. that block in the back, he would have scrambled for a fifty-two yard touchdown. So
0: I always say this about the before you rip Justin Fields, since he's been the league, Sorry, I guess it's this is his second year. I want I'm begging the people that rip into Justin Fields to name a player on the team. So Darnell Mooney is fine. You have to actually watch NFL games to know who Darnell mm-hmm. Mooney is. Or you have to be a fantasy player. David Montgomery is fine. You have to actually watch the NFL and watch the Bears week in, week out to know who David Montgomery is. Go the defensive side of the ball. Name a player on the defensive side of the ball. Roquan Smith, and that's the list. (laughs) Pat, please quit attacking Justin Fields. Also, he's had two coaches in two years. Quit attacking Justin Fields until you can name a player on the team. Then come to me. That's my thing with Justin Fields. Yeah, who who cares? He has nobody to throw to, and he has always he is always on the field because the defense can't get anyone out. So that it just it's so frustrating. Um, you got any questions I for do. me, Pat?
2: Okay, so I got some of them already. But <clears throat> MLB playoffs. I personally have not watched a lot of baseball this year. Big Twins fan. They took okay. an absolute dump on my chest in about August, and I just can't watch them anymore. So I stopped watching baseball after August. I know the four. Yeah. I know the teams that are in it, but fill me in on what's going on in the playoffs and what I should be looking for, and give me your prediction: who's going to be um, who's going to win it?
0: Well, Pat, my prediction was the Blue Jays are making okay. it to the World Series. <laughs> uh, now I have to rewrite that prediction as a sad. It was a good time in Toronto, but sad to see them lose. The Mariners uh, just got they got walked off. So I'm door. I told this po- this uh, story in my podcast yesterday. If first of all, if you guys are questioning my dedication to this podcast, two podcast episodes, two days, and three guests in are you two days. Me? Get out of here! I was. Are you kidding me? Uh, I was door dashing, and I was in line at Arby's waiting to get this food. And so, I turn on yes- or I look at ESPN on my phone. I'm like, 7-5. to five. Mariners put up six runs against Justin Verlander. They're up 7-5 in the bottom of the ninth inning. Two guys on for the Astros. Typical playoff scenario for the Astros in the last five years. Jordan Alvarez is up to bat. Hey, Jordan Alvarez. He's getting ready. Up to bat. I'm like, give me YouTube TV, which Pat and I share. Give me whoa, YouTube whoa, whoa. TV. I turn it on. We don't
2: share it. We don't share it. We don't share it.
0: We don't share YouTube TV. YouTube don't cancel yeah. us. Um, YouTube TV, turn it on. Sorry, I I turn on uh, a.
2: What'd like you say? You said lots of listeners turning in here. We don't
1: want to.
0: Lots of listeners, and we're sponsored by them, <laughs> and we post on YouTube, so we can't be having that. Anyways, I turn it on. Jordan Alvarez is up to bat. Two on, two outs. 0-1 count. Robbie. They bring in Robbie Ray for the bomb of, former Cy Young winner last year. Robbie Ray throws an absolute, I mean, not even a really dirty pitch, just a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. If you look at the strike zone, Pat, if you put a dot in the middle, like if you find the numbers behind it, if you put a dot right in the middle of the strike zone, that's where Robbie Ray threw it. And Jordan hits an absolute moonshot, 432 feet to right field, Ball game, but the Mariners—that's just where I'm trying to get at. The Mariners, I think, could take this series long. I think Astros end up winning it. Uh, that was. Have you seen the video of Jordan walking last off? Night,
2: or was that against the Blue? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was last, last night. night.
2: Yeah, I saw
0: that. That was absurd. Anyways, um, I think the Yankees are one man team. Aaron Judge nope. and nobody else. Okay. Um, I. If the Yankees do beat the Guardians, which could happen just because home field advantage and I hate this is the only year that I've hated the Guardians because I didn't really care before, but since they they won absolute dude, after All Star Break? Pat Pat, how many games up were we at? Yeah, now? I think
2: I don't know. Like ten at one point.
0: At least at yeah. least. And they every time we played them after All Star Break, I think beat, they beat us. I In walk off fashion or
2: 15 games we played against and we won. We went from yeah. up 10 games. I think we lost Ridiculous. the division by like 12 games at least. Insane. It's an absolute collapse.
0: Um. Anyways, the Guardians, I can't believe I'm ruined for the Yankees, but the Guardians, what they did to us this year makes me just hate yeah. rooting for them. So I think the Yankees will beat them, but there's no way the Yankees beat they're not deep enough. There's no way they beat the Astros. So I think the Astros come out of the AL, and the NL with the Braves and Dodgers is going to be crazy. Well, first of all, the Phillies beat the Braves mm. yesterday because the Phillies 1-9, Pat, <clears throat> you're a big enough, even though you haven't been watching much this year, you said, you're a big enough fan to know that if you have guys like Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, JT Muto Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, Alec Boehm, Gene Segura. If Gene Segura is your eighth hitter in your lineup, you're a pretty good offense. <laughs> and they kind of struggle on the uh, pitching side of it, but the Braves are going to outlast the Phillies. Uh, the Dodgers, the Braves will be playing. And everybody is saying it, and I'll say it too, if the Dodgers don't win it this year, forget it for the rest of your lifetime because this is the most... I guess I've been following the MLB for like five years closely, but this is the most stacked MLB team I've th- I've ever seen, and maybe in history.
2: Pat their Cody
0: Bellinger is their know. Cody Bellinger is their number nine That's hitter. Insane. If your nine hitter is Cody Bellinger, and your one through three is Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman,
2: it's absurd. Is there, is there, is there pretty good pitching too?
0: Julio Urias, who will be in the conversation for NL Cy Young. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is still doing his thing. In fact, he's pitching tonight. I wonder what that scores. Um, Oh, it's tied 3-3. Dodgers and uh, Padres. But the Dodgers took game one. Dodgers will be playing the Astros like we've seen the last couple years in in the uh, World Series and the Dodgers... Should win it. So,
2: I, like I said, I haven't watched a lot of MLB in the last couple of months, but I watched the game last night, Yankee-Indians. Uh, <clears> <throat> sorry, Guardians. And
0: sorry, Indians, Indians. Guardians. I mean, sorry. So,
2: <laughs> it just seemed like it wasn't a fair fight. Like It looked, it seemed like a heavyweight up against a middleweight kind of thing, where in the first inning, the Yankees had two errors. The shortstop had two errors. And just every little bounce went to the Yankees. Even though the Indians or the Guardians were playing great, it just seemed like no matter what the Yankees did wrong, they were still going to win that game. Just the little short porch and right, they're just hitting little bloop home runs over the top. Just I don't know. Yeah, it isn't. The worst. It is.
0: Don't let that don't let that fool you because it was the Guardians' worst pitcher, and the Yankees at home are kind of yeah. different. That's why I think they're going to beat the Guardians because the Guardians are very young. Actually, we think the Twins are young, Pat. The Guardians are statistically the youngest team in the mm-hmm. MLB. Having to go into Yankee Stadium, we've seen yeah. with the Twins in the last five yeah. years, it is it's so unreal. hard. But unreal, it's crazy. Um, don't let that fool you though. Is the Guardians' worst pitcher against Garrett Cole? The Yankees are coming off rest. The Guardians are have been on a tear. It was kind of bound to lose for sure that game. Probably tomorrow night, and then they could win one at home. But the Yankee <clears throat> Yankees yeah. will do it to them.
2: That'll be fun if it's Dodgers Yankees. I'm um- That'd be really fun to watch. Or, do- are we going if it's Dodgers Yankees <laughs> for
0: five hundred thousand dollar ticket in the nosebleeds? Let's do it. No, that would be crazy. Like two of the most fran- historically great franchises Beautiful. in baseball.
2: Okay,
0: but you got tune into these playoffs because they're they're gonna be really sure. good. As a
2: former baseball player, I feel like I need to at least watch playoff baseball. But yeah, I'm just not in Yeah, NFL is where it's at, hundred percent. So back to the NFL. Yeah. Who comes out of the NFC? Who comes out of the AFC? And who's your Super Bowl champion?
0: Well, the the Broncos in no. the AFC. Um, no. I was so high on the Broncos before season. Now Garrett Bowles. Um, Max. What's new? Randy Gregory is hurt again. Uh, they are absolutely banged up. Russell Wilson played Thursday Night Football with a torn lat. Yeah. Uh, Short... I think it was his torn lat, maybe. Um, he had to go under a proce- He had to get procedure done. He will be playing Monday night. That team is kind of in shambles. I love the Broncos before the season. But <clears throat> now, after watching the Chiefs, dude, I just year in and the, the past five, four, three years with Patrick Mahomes, I will never be able to count that. You know what we got, Pat, Sunday night? What do we got? Or sun- Sunday afternoon with Tony Romo and Jim Nance on is the call?
2: Bills-Chiefs?
0: We got Bills at oh, the Chiefs.
2: That'll be a great game.
0: And we're going to be watching 100%. together. Oh, that's the day of the well, wedding. Is
2: it during the Vikings game or is it during that game? I don't even know what time it starts. Sorry, Kyle. Don't listen to this, please.
0: Kyle, we might not be <laughs> attending. <laughs> no, we're going to turn on um, the
2: TV like out in the waiting area. <laughs> <air. That'll be
0: laughs> well. No, Pat, we're going to have our YouTube TV up while, while they're doing like the do's. I do, I do.
2: You touchdown! Yeah! to be gritty and all over their graves, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can be gritty. Anyways, uh, Chiefs, Bills. The Bills will win this game because of what happened last year. They're coming with a different. I mean, Bills are the hungriest team. I was watching Rich Eisen. Do you watch Rich Eisen?
2: Uh, I like snippets on YouTube, but no, I don't watch full episodes or anything.
0: He, he brought up a, He's like, <clears throat> if the NFL gods could come down to the Buffalo Bills and say circle one game on your calendar and we will give you that win. It, I mean, they could circle an AFC Championship or Super Bowl win, but before that happens, they got to circle this game. At the Chiefs, primetime, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes rematch. Win? This is going to be absurd. But give me, give me the Chiefs out of the AFC. NFC, after you just showed me the Eagles schedule. I mean, there is no way they don't have home field advantage. And playing at home or playing at Philly for any team is damn near impossible. We saw Monday night week two with the Vikings and Eagles. So it's kind of stereotypical right now to say the Chiefs and Eagles, but it's I can't, I I can't look past agree. that.
2: I think, though, uh, I don't know what it is about San Fran. Debo is just built different. Um, and I think they can go into places like Philly and win just because they don't need to pass the ball a lot. They, When it's you know it's yeah. December, January, they can run the ball. Um, I'll take San Fran just because it's a little different, and the Bills yeah. are just unreal right now. So it's got to be the Bills for me. I think is it's right. their year.
0: I do think San Fran is a top-two team in the yeah. FC. I think those two teams – I told my dad if the Vikings match up Terribly against one team. It is San Fran because we can't get pressure and they can yeah. get pressure. And their defense and the way they run the ball with. Name their running yeah. back, Pat. Both An teams average teams NFL team. watcher. Unreal. No, you can't. I mean, I'm not even saying like Jeff Wilson's great. Any running back that gets plugged into a Kyle Shanahan yeah. coach team is ridiculous. You can never count out the 49ers. I think if. Dude, it really scares me if the Packers get OBJ
2: sure I mean he's on the wrong side of 32 he looks like he's put on a ton of weight I don't care if it's muscle it's still going to slow you down I don't think OBJ's I don't know he's all right obviously he's the number one receiver there by leaps and bounds but I don't know yeah
0: I just think OB I guess I'm pretty high on him but I think OBJ is a difference maker and he's the one piece that they're missing the Packers. Sure.
2: Devonte Adams is the one piece they're really missing. this. But <laughs> I don't think I'll
0: be. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a crazy end stretch to this. I lost. Yeah, oh, there's your um,
2: or My 20% battery thing came up, but we just snoozed. We're yeah, Gucci. It's gone.
0: Anyways, we are 44 minutes in. Uh, we always say 10 to 20 minutes on this show. Never happens. But... If you like the NFL, if you like to learn lots, I mean, what, what two better cousins do you to listen to?
2: let Yeah, I think you should start. You should... What's
0: up? What'd you, you say?
2: want some hot bike you go. We got your back,
0: 100%. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> or just any NFL. Broncos are going to a Super Bowl. Watch it happen. Russell Wilson's going to start doing his thing. He's going to seen... start cooking. <laughs>
2: Have you seen those Instagram posts or TikToks or whatever? Rush I've seen everything. It's fucking burnt mac and
0: cheese. Hot hot dogs.
2: Pop pockets.
0: That makes me cry. Hey, if you if you're a big NFL watcher, please, please, please delete Instagram right when your team loses. It is the worst thing to experience, especially if you follow meme accounts. Like when the Vikings lost to the Eagles, I went on the next day. Big mistake. I was like, "Why did I not delete Instagram? This is the worst yeah, yeah. thing ever." Twitter, Instagram, TikTok—just get rid of it all. Dude,
2: speaking of getting trolled, this speaking of getting trolled, I love the skull chant. Right? It is the most trollable thing that has ever happened in the NFL. And if so cringy. Gets a pic, just start skulling it for the you know. What I mean? The Bears, the Bears got a pick, and we're doing that for, like, fucking five minutes. Like, okay, like,
0: it's so – it's very cringy. Yeah. When we
2: lost in Philadelphia in, what, 2017, 2019?
0: Oh, oh the whole yep.
2: Philly Stadium was doing skull, and, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's bad. It's – what I hate is, like, oh, my God, they – you say, but they just overuse it. It's like do it once before the game, and when you score a touchdown, yeah. and that's yeah. fine. But when you're using it every five minutes, it's so cringy yeah, too. Cr- I love that. No, don't get me wrong. Don't do this. Do this school chant. School. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: I love that. That's catchy. 100%. That gets me going. Anyways, uh, you got anything else?
2: That's any. Que- Let me think if I have any more questions. That's all I had, but um. There's a fun little game you can play with quarterbacks I you get a list of the quarterbacks up because I know you're a big quarterback guy. Um, you ask... So, it's like you go head-to-head, right? You say, Kirk Cousins or this guy? And whoever gets it, gets a thing. Yes. You should get one of those going.
0: Yeah. Pat, I'm going to have you on hey, yeah, later this year when the Vikings let's are 8-1. and Let's one. save
2: that, that little quarterback thing for next time. I want to get your takes on. Kirk.
0: Okay. Um, And then... I will see you in two days. I fly in late tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Like like twelve PM. Okay. Sorry, not twelve PM. Eleven fifty nine PM tomorrow. I don't
2: night. fly until about nine thirty on Friday. It's a little late on Friday, but we'll have Saturday, Sunday.
0: And then you le- You leave Monday? Yeah.
2: What what that, do you? You leave Sunday? No, okay, Monday morning. Yeah, we we'll leave Monday too. All
0: right, man. Good catching up. Good talk. Good talking, the Vikings, and I'll see you in a couple of days. Love you, Love you bro. bro. Hey. Peace.
2: Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe.
0: What a great interview we had with my cousin, one of my best friends, Pat. Thanks for coming on. Uh, the biggest Dolphins fan. I don't know how you're Dolphins fan in Hazen, North Dakota. Um, One of the great guys I know. One of the more knowledgeable sports guys that I've ever met. Uh, we're going to ask him about Tua, Tay Bridgewater, what the season's looking like up to this point, the injuries that they have to come. Uh, great guy, great friend, Ben Foster, UND freshman. How's college?
1: up? Dude, it's been like a change of scenery, honestly, because I've like, first time being away from home and stuff, and like, been busy on the weekends going to like number three nationally ranked hockey games, but.
0: Love to see it. I so uh, you're gonna go back. You're gonna listen to this podcast, and the first thing you're gonna hear is me saying a friend who goes to UND. Mm. Sorry, it's not my oh. hatred for UN. It's not. Don't take it personally, Ben. Yeah. I have a lot oh, of friends yeah. that go there. You're one of my good friends. But it's something about Grand Forks. Something about UND doesn't do yeah. it for me. However, the only thing I do like is their hockey team. Yeah,
1: their games are fun.
0: Have they started? You had one already?
1: Yeah. Yep. They had an exhibition game like two weeks ago, and they had their first regular season game last week, and they won both games. Big dubs? Holy Cross, yep.
0: Ho- Shoot! Holy
1: Cross, yep. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to see – I don't know about UND's uh, hockey unis. If you want to see some real college hockey unis, go check out Syracuse University's. They just dropped some new ones this year. Just saying, hey, let's call in Bach can we put let's point up here Colin can we get this up? can we get some Syracuse Uni on the screen because they are sexy even though we're like D2 yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's the only sport that we have that isn't D1 but oh, that's okay. that's besides the point anyways Tua Tuga Viola gets absolutely murdered CTE whatever you want to call it and here comes in Tay Two Gloves First, Joe Burrow versus the reigning Super or the Super Bowl runner-ups. Tay kind of does his thing, makes one one mistake, one pick on the end, which Vikings fans saw. Sometimes uh, he did lead us to the playoffs, but you guys were the talk of the NFL through three, four weeks until Tua got hurt, and still are because of all your talent. What are your thoughts on you guys going forward?
1: Honestly, I'm a little scared. I mean, if Tua comes back healthy and playing how he was, I think we have a chance like make a good playoff run. Right. Uh, but if he doesn't come back the way he did, like firing the offense back, like I don't know, I'm kind of sketched out by it.
0: So he did return to practice this week. They ruled him out yep. first the Vikings, but that's good news because people thought. Like, if you bring him in, like, dude, Stephen A. is out here on ESPN saying, if you bring him in before the end of the year, like, come on, dude. There's a concussion. I mean, yeah, he got two concussions, which is really bad. You have to protect the person before the player. But Stephen A. is saying they shouldn't bring him back before the end of the year. Give me a break. It's football.
1: Well, actually, I have to defend my Dolphins there. Uh, The NFLPA, like, investigated the Dolphins over that, over the Bills game in week 3 and. Mm Basically, they fired the independent doctor for no reason because there was no, like, concussion, like, protocol broken during that game. So They, they fired him only—this
0: is, for- is what's messed up. They The media can—Twitter, Instagram, whatever—can absolutely attack a league so much. And analysts for these shows or these um, corporations like ESPN, Bleach Report, this kind of thing, can— grill into a league so much that they have to do something about it. And so then they take – I mean, think about it. You go to – okay, you're at UND right now, a great med school, a great school in general, right? You go through four years, five years, whatever, including residency to be a doctor. And then you get hired by the Miami Dolphins, which is like a huge deal to get hired by an NFL team. And you're following the guidelines. And just because someone gets hurt and gets a concussion – your life is now... I mean, if, if it's on your resume that you got fired from the Dolphins and the scandal that's going on, good luck getting rehired. So, like, the NFL and the Dolphins and the FLPA just ruined this guy's life for not even making the wrong decision. That's what I find crazy.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with that.
0: Because Tua... It's, it's so messed up. How, how like, um, grilling a company or the FLP or whatever can just take away someone's... I mean, if the the fans were watching the game and they're like, how is he back out here? But he knows, like, maybe Tua was right. Like, maybe it was, like, an injury with his back, neck, whatever. No one believes that because you're stumbling off the field. But at the same time, you're going through all the protocols that were up to that point. You didn't do anything wrong. That's where I have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um. Was- you go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that's just wild situation and like the new like rules on the uh concussion protocol like,
0: and then so ironic that the next week t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. first, first drive yeah. of the game
1: yeah and then but they, like, he passed the protocol but they wouldn't bring him back in because some like the a medical professional up top saw the replay and like didn't like how he landed
0: they it's crazy like it's it's like they're walking on eggshells and i might get yeah i mean the millions of uh, subscribers that I have, I might get some backlash for saying that, but I just think it's like you're you're ruining this guy's career. He went to med school for it. Um, unless it's like proven that he wasn't protecting the person before the player, then I don't know why the FLPA had to fire him. What is it like watching the Dolphins right now, though, as a fan's perspective? where are you? Uh, I want I bef- want to hear about this
1: before Tua or after Tua's injury
0: before like when that team was absolutely wheeling and dealing
1: all right so i've been a dolphins fan for 19 years and never in my life have i up on a sunday like so excited to watch the dolphins and like their yeah. talk they've been the talk all season like all off season and just like i don't know that offense was so fun to watch for once like with jay cutler ryan tanney as like the previous <laughs> quarterbacks it's just the change and i love it
0: who are great quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Right. Uh, legend, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay Cutler oh, yeah. and now. <laughs> Legends. Um Osweiler. You and okay. – when we were playing Rocket League a couple of years ago, we were back in our glo- our glory Rocket League days. Uh, I remember when the um, – or when the NFL draft was going on, you weren't a fan of the Tua. Two- you weren't a fan of the Tua two- pick. But I just kept defending him. I'm like, dude, this guy, I don't really care about his injuries. I don't care that he's in the same draft class as Joe Burrow. Like, this guy's legit.
1: You, I'm not going to lie. I, I wanted Tua uh, when they drafted him. I was so excited. I saw him play one game, and then instantly the rebound, yeah. just Justin Herbert taking one pick higher. That, yeah. I don't know. Still, still rubs me the wrong way sometimes.
0: Wasn't Joe Burrow in that same draft?
1: Yeah, or... pick one. Okay. That's a crazy – five, charges were six, yeah.
0: I was like, Ben, name a rookie that succeeds. Like, rookies in the NFL – well, quarterback, sorry. Quarterback is like the only position where rookies get absolutely torn apart. Trevor Lawrence, we think, is a generational talent. And he – I mean, even with Doug Pearson, like, trying to find the right coach, trying to find a place, like, it takes a while for rookie quarterbacks. And even second-year quarterbacks, which is why it's taking – or. you, which is why you didn't like what you saw on the field of Tua Rayway, but you just got to kind of got to let it happen. And once he comes back, ugh, oh boy. But even with the injury of Tua watching Ted, just watching Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, like what are those skill players like as, as the man who watches them every week? Because I just see highlights, right? But you're watching them.
1: honestly, the entire offense runs through Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. It's wild to watch. Like, just they're two like they're not little guys, but they're smaller compared to other like NFL players.
0: Compared to just you watching, and
1: I, yeah. Compared to us too, like they're <laughs> pretty small. But like, just watching them like tear apart the defenses, it's basically ben, can, can we get a little flex? I have a sweatshirt on, dude. Ben, can. can we get
0: let's get a little flex going? Uh, these guys are bigger. <sighs>
1: maybe maybe at, maybe at the end.
0: Okay, yeah. these guys are small, yeah. smaller than Ben Foster, let's just say. Yeah, let's just say that, my guy, he doesn't even take any supplements. He's just a straight grinder in the gym, and he's gotten jacked.
1: Just a little bit of trend here and there. No <laughs> <That> supplements taken. A <laughs> <We've been good.
0: laughs> couple hundred bucks on pre-workout every week. but yeah. <laughs> Other than yeah, that. No, no, what, what how's, the, how's the UND gym treating you?
1: Uh, I'm actually leaving the UND gym in a week, so... So not good. No, it's packed always, and uh, the equipment's just greasy. So I'm gonna go be going to a private gym here. So private.
0: private got, gym. got a little trainer.
1: No. Not right um,
0: now. that's the one thing that was so frustrating when I came to Syracuse. Like, oh my god, it was honestly better because COVID was strict in Syracuse when I got here. It's better that they're strict because you had to make reservations. So like, once you, if you got a reservation. Which it wasn't too hard, but if you plan like a day in advance, if you got a reservation, like you were one of the only people in the gym, which is amazing, and then they take off the reservations, and it's just a madhouse. Like you have to either go at like six, seven a.m., or you have to go like the second before it closes, or like while everyone's had classes. But that's when you have classes as freshmen too, so it's just impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I don't know why we we just got off yeah. <laughs> talking about lifting, but you you know what? Uh, let's see, we got one, two three what's in four days Ben?
1: four days we have the matchup i think of the year probably is I it of so. the year <laughs> I, th- I think it's of the year <laughs> is it um, the top
0: ranked afc team versus the top ranked D- afc team
1: uh yeah the week three top ranked afc team and the, mm-hmm. uh, i don't think Agreed. the vikings have been on top of that nfc at all but maybe the nfc
0: well, I mean, you guys aren't I mean, right now. You were maybe yeah, through yeah. three weeks, but
1: yeah, that's okay, not the point. Like three top team, yeah.
0: Um, let's do a little preview because Skylar Thompson, Skylar Thompson, Ben, against Zadarius Smith, Daniil Hunter, Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks. Are you scared?
1: No, not really. Are you <laughs> <eating> chocolate? <laughs>
0: i didn't say a doubt to him i said are you scared
1: no not really at all actually let's when hear why the fast when you have two of the fastest weapons on the <laughs> field you don't really need to worry you basically give them the ball and they'll make something happen and i i really hope or like i'm predicting kind of like the dolphins revamping their offense this week or maybe for the next two weeks if he starts again just because he's more of like a scrambler type quarterback and i don't know i'm I'm gonna guess there's gonna be a lot of like RPOs and like read options and stuff like that, basically running it down their throat. Even
0: with the backup or third stringer in this league, it is insane. Like the Vikings struggled against Justin Fields, Jared Goff, and backup Andy Dalton. There's no like, you can't look at the schedule or face like a third string quarterback and be like, yeah, that's a dub. It's crazy, and I think. I was just on a – or earlier in this segment uh, with my cousin, we were talking about how as long as you have someone who is – who somehow got themselves to be in the NFL, which means that they can deliver the ball, <laughs> if you get it in entire kill in and Jalen Waddell's hands – and, I mean, Mike Kosicki, let's not take away from him and Mer- oh, yeah. Raheem Mostert. Uh, who's your third wide receiver?
1: Uh, Cedric Wilson.
0: Yeah. Yep. If you just get it to those guys, special things are going to happen. And Skylar Thompson, while he may be the 247th pick in the 2022 NFL draft, no (laughs) down that, no down that. I'm not saying, like, I'm scared of him, but I'm scared of what you guys have on offense. I think we'll be able to – you go.
1: Oh, um, I was going to say, like, it's either going to go two ways. Dolphins are going to come out firing and kind of like score a couple touchdowns, basically, because the Vikings haven't really seen Skylar Thompson play. He's had no first team snaps all year besides right. last week. So they don't really have much film on him. So I feel like he might just come out and like play ball. But I don't know. If it doesn't, if that doesn't happen, it could get ugly fast.
0: I haven't watched the Dolphins week in, week out, but. I do know that your offense is better than your defense, and defense has to go against. Oh, where's my jersey? Anyways, uh, that bad mother, who JJ? How you doing there? How you doing there?
1: Uh, well, Xavier Howard is listed listed as questionable this week, I believe, as right now. So good game if he's out. I don't know. Noah Igabonogany, ig- kind of scary out there. He likes letting up a lot of touchdowns. So like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about hey? Who's the one of the highest paid cornerbacks, Byron Jones? What's he been up to?
1: Uh, he's been up to like sitting on his couch basically all year. Has not played a game and will not play this week again. Actually,
0: is he? Oh, I didn't. I actually he, didn't know that. No, so he's he injured.
1: Yet to play this year.
0: Oh boy. Well, Justin Jefferson, Amthiel, and Delvin Cook. I suppose they shall do their thing in Miami, which doesn't help. Um, I bet the fan base there has been attending all the games. Um, playing away, obviously we know to be difficult, but um, I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it'll be a blowout.
1: Mm-mm. I, it's either going to be close or the hour I'm predicting a blowout.
0: I got to know, like honestly, outside of two, what two has been doing with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. this Mike McDaniels clown not clown. He is like a nerd, but like all the players love him. I gotta know how you like him, because he's just I, awesome.
1: I love him. It's like a total change from like Brian Flores, and like he said <laughs> Brian today, he got it <laughs> Brian Flores is Belichick's son. So like, yeah, it was a no fun zone, and like Mike, <laughs> and was like, yeah, I no fun he zone. <laughs> he got he got in. He did an interview today, and he was talking about how like. They had ping-pongs in all their locker rooms, ping-pong tables. And uh, Tyreek Hill decided it was enough was enough and took them all out to focus up on the Vikings this week, which I thought was hilarious that they like even had that. But I don't know. He's awesome.
0: Mike McDaniel, I just love his press conferences.
1: Oh, they're so funny.
0: He's the man. He, he always has a great quote. I think that team has just revamped from what was the last 20 years since Dan Marino. Yeah. Or was, um, who's the, your other legendary quarterback? Bob Grease. Sorry, sorry, I know why I'm blanking. No, no. Give me one second. Dolphins, legendary. Look at me. Bob. Goog- Googling during the... Oh, yeah. Bo- uh,
1: Bob Grease. Bob Grease. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He's season.
0: But was he, I'm sorry, was he after Dan Marino?
1: No, Before.
0: Oh okay. So since Dan Marino um since Dan Marino retired in he he retired in two thousand. And I don't think you guys have had like this much buzz around the NFL or have been have had this much talent on a team since now. That's why I, that's why I just think the Dolphins are so cool. Uh also, I mean their colors and their jerseys, bro. Give me a break. Oh,
1: they're so nice.
0: Like if they whipped out the all orange when the Bengals were doing the all white, oh, that would have been electric. That would have been sick. Even though they had the teal going, so sexy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, what else have you been noticing like around the league? Where are some of your top teams? Give me some thoughts you got about the NFL through Week Five.
1: Okay, I got a really hot take. All right, let's hear this? it. Yeah, all right. the Eagles are frauds. It's burning. The Eagles are frauds.
0: It's burning. I don't
1: think think they're all that, honestly. They haven't really played a great team. I mean, they've played the Vikings, which Vikings are all right. (laughs) Vikings are all all right. Yeah, but like in all reality, they have not played a great team. So
0: if the Vikings are all right and the Eagles are frauds, who's a good team (laughs) in the (laughs) NFC? In the NFC? None.
1: (laughs) Uh. Uh, Eagles are a hundred percent top of the NFC, but I don't think they come close to the AFC at all.
0: Oh, no, we're, we're not saying yeah. that, but to say that Eagles oh, yeah. are frauds, Ben, let me have to counter this argument. I mean, you know, they have 41. So we think of this because we think of the Eagles, like a rushing team, um, like Miles Sanders and Jalen hurts. They've been doing their thing, even gain well in the backfield. We think of them as like a pound the ball down the other team's throats. Um, Make some good plays here and there. Have a stout defense, Ben. Mm -hmm. They lead the league in the most big play category. You know what big play is? Over twenty yards. Over twenty yards. They have forty-one big plays in the NFL. What are you looking at to defend your argument here?
1: I I was just looking up like their exact schedule, who they who they played. Okay,
0: you can only beat who's in front of you.
1: Okay, but just look
0: at... Also, they're um, going to go 17-0. They're going to go 17-0. Here, no. Before you argue with me here, look at their schedule in the future. Who do they play?
1: Oh, I never denied. They they have a chance of going 17-0, 100%.
0: But I think there's a reason. They lead the league in big play. They can run the ball. They have a great defense. But why do you think they're frauds? Because they, they haven't played the anyone?
1: They, yeah, they haven't played a good team.
0: They don't have to play the AFC until the Super Bowl, but that that doesn't mean you're frauds, Ben. I mean, no, they're
1: not frauds. to The NFC, the NFC is just not that good. This is an <laughs> it's AFC not. league.
0: This is an AFC year. Come it on. is an AFC year, and yeah. it always it does always change. I just I I don't see what you're seeing with the Eagles. Maybe compared I, to the AFC, but like Jalen, hurt. They've been doing their thing. Yeah they've they've been wheeling and
1: dealing. I'm not discrediting them. Like they're a great <laughs> team. Just I don't know. I'm just, just not not, not the up
0: there yet. at the Vikings and Dolphins.
1: Oh yeah, not the of the game of the year.
0: Okay, before we go, give me a realistic expectation of what you think the Dolphins will do the rest of the year. Record and or playoff six, six uh what am I saying here? Playoff success.
1: Okay. Well, the, let's say Tua comes back in what, 3 weeks roughly. We okay. Say? Yeah. Okay. I think. Okay. So they play the Vikings. Win. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it's the Lions. Browns. Those games are winnable. 100%. Even with without the backup. Or, yeah. Yeah. Without backup. And then we have a bye week. And then it's the Texans. And then it's Look a at rough this guy
0: stretch. knowing the schedule on the top of their head.
1: Yeah. And then it's a rough stretch. I don't know exactly their next games, but it's like the Bills again. Uh, Packers, uh, Bill, uh, Patriots. Yeah, I don't know. (sighs) With those couple games
0: without Tua, they're winnable. That's the big thing. And when and when he comes back, you guys. I mean, you beat the Bills. You guys can beat any team. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, Ben, it's great talking to you. I'm gonna have you later on when Tua is back and the offense is rolling, and or before. Their playoff game. Um, enjoy your freshman I, year. I actually have a you quick guys for you. Yeah, what is actually, it? Actually,
1: a quick question. Okay, I saw this on Barstool. Big Cat brought it up. All right. Okay. Did serious question? Did Kirk Cousins kill the gritty? It hasn't been the same since he's done it.
0: Mac Jones killed the gritty. <laughs> have you seen Mac Jones gritty? <laughs> no, 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 no. Even worse, yeah, Mike Gesicki. Yeah,
2: I was waiting for
0: that one. Yeah. Mike, are you kidding me? You see, you see Kirk Cousins' video with his ice on his neck, spin the wheel. Hey, and you know what's here, Ben? You know what's here, mm-hmm. Kirk Tober, Kirk Tober. You know what he does in October? That's his nickname. Mm-hmm. As I'm saying, do you know what he does in
1: October? Take a guess. The most uh, average stats in the league, or what? No,
0: nope. actually, he oh. Oh. dominates. In October, and you know who's on their schedule in October in four days?
1: The best team in the league, baby.
0: Alright, we're gonna end it there because <laughs> good luck against Kirk right. That's all I guess. Thank I... you. Thank ben you for me on, Max. Of
2: course. It was good talking to you.